We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Eternals. I Marvel thought, Eternals. I, I thought Captain Marvel was one of the worst movies ever made. Though. You're you're right with that too. Eternals is as well. Eternals might be worse than Captain Marvel, to be honest. It's so bad. It's un, it's unbearable to watch. I don't know how it got greenlit. I'm thankful Marvel, I, I, I was able to dodge it. Marvel just puts whatever out though that's the thing. like they i think for a while they were just putting out movies and bullshit they were they were like they were cocky about it really like, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad people are gonna watch it and now i feel like in the last year people like whatever phase bullshit that marvel's in right now has been such dog shit that even like brain dead marvel fans are like well this might not be good yeah like yeah, they're finally taking a step back and and thinking they to are themselves. yeah like Okay, maybe I shouldn't keep watching these movies. It's like, yeah, bro. Yeah, no fucking like, shit. I idiot. also feel like they're putting more energy into the shows, which is kind of annoying because those aren't good either, but they're better than the movies. And but not I by much. That, yeah, they put a lot on She Hulk, and I feel like She Hulk was was dog. <laughs> yeah, like people did not like was that. so fucking unbearable. I and now they're and rough. now they've got the. The Daredevil show coming yeah. back, which is gonna suck, because the original, the first two seasons that were on Netflix were like great, because it was TVMA, it was bloody as shell, yeah. it was brutal, mm-hmm. brutal as fuck, and now it's gonna be, it. it's gonna be witty and quirky and stupid and awful, probably, yeah. which it, which is very sad. Yeah, but, I mean, it is what it is, man. Who do they have playing Daredevil? It's still Charlie Cox. Yeah, oh, guy. okay. Like, so it's still gonna be like, it's picking up where the second season left off. It's just gonna be cringe now. Instead of being based, <laughs> that's that's the. Is the it gonna be on Netflix again? No, it's going to Disney Plus. Of course. That's it is. see, there it is. There's your cringe. Yeah. No, I mean they could have just played it safe and gone the same route as The Last of Us and chose HBO because because HBO lets you do kind of whatever you want, even like a Showtime would let you do whatever yeah. you want. Are we about to talk about The Last of Us. Bro, yeah, I just started watching it. Finally, so, yes. I know. Finally, I mean, well, I, I got to watch it with you guys the first episode, which was which was great. It was fun for your, De- for your fun birthday me, party. <laughs> definitely gives yeah, very laid back. Uh, but um, we, it, it it gives me big big uh, Walking Dead vibes. So I'm gonna need you to I'm gonna need you to yeah, take that, that back. <laughs> I heavily disagree. Whenever when, if it gave, I, first I was that's the reason why it took me so long to start it because I was like I don't want to watch Walking Dead but it, this could be real you know like I, it's so much different it it seems like it's less about like the the colonies and less about like the the zombies even. This it's, it's more of like I need to survive, and how am I going to survive? The zombies, especially in the games, are like almost like a background thing. Yeah. Like you'll go hours without like seeing zombies, and you'll be like you're yeah. infinitely more afraid of like raiders and slavers. And I think that that Walking Dead is like a a show that that banked on its excessive violence 
and then try to be like, well, what if we give each character like their own humanity? And it's like, yeah, but I don't give a shit. These are all unlikable yeah. characters. Norman Reedus needs to get hit with a baseball bat. He looks terrible at everything that he does. Yeah. I don't understand Hideo Kojima's obsession with that man. But <laughs> right. regardless, it The Last of Us is so fucking sad. The game itself is brutal. And the fact that neither of you have played either game, yeah. I'm just saying when they greenlit season two... I I went I had like a full blown panic attack. I was like, oh my god, I know what's gonna happen, and I don't know if I'm ready to watch and, this. And season one and season two are just the first and the second. Game. Yeah, so there probably won't be a season three. Yeah, because Druckmann was saying that they're they're open to a third game, but they they were very happy with the way that the second game ended. Which uh, I get it. I definitely think a third game is possible, but I also am like that second game to me is a masterpiece. I think it is one of the most. It is it is a perfect game through and through. Deserved every award that it got. I don't, and I think there's definitely more story to build on. I don't know if you should test your luck. Like if you made something that yeah. good, like I don't know if it's worth. But it. I feel like with the success of the TV show, it yeah. might get made now. And he's and he's like on like the like roll call for this. He's the executive producer of the show, and oh, like nice. he and he directs a couple episodes of the season. So I'm like, all right, this is the first time ever for a video game movie. Or, or any video game live-action adaptation is actually knocking it out of the park. And it's because they have somebody that worked on the game there. It's somebody who played the game Whoa, is there. That's crazy to think, because these movies probably don't have that. No, they don't. I remember my favorite video game movie was, was the Silent Hill movie. And when that movie came out, the director was like, I've never played the game. And I was like, what are you doing? And yeah. like, and I still like the movie, you the but movie. I was like, I don't understand why you're doing this. And they always do that. They always get a guy, same with the Max Payne movie. They're like, I never played the game. And I'm like, then why are you touching this IP? This You should not have your hands on it. Bro, There's source material everywhere. What are you doing? Every time that happens in Star Wars, I'm like, why would you? Like, dude, that happened the most recent time that I can remember is one I think Daisy Ridley was like or like Oscar uh, Isaac yeah like I I forget which one of them in in the new trilogy they were like I have no affiliation with Star Wars I'm like why the fuck why you you cast them why are you here then yeah Yeah, like what like what are you doing here like you you just you obviously just want the money and then the same thing whenever Solo came out dog shit movie but like but uh, you know uh, the 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 uh, the a droid yeah the, the droid comedic timing character she was like I didn't even know what the word droid meant I was like what what, what? the fuck why did we cast you did to you, play a droid did you like Solo yeah I liked Solo too I yeah, thought Solo, I thought was, Solo fun. was I thought Solo was a good movie I don't think and it's that good I, I like I like I like certain parts of be, it but I don't and know. you're you're someone that likes Rogue One more oh I love I do, Rogue One I way do, more Rogue I, One is an infinitely better movie I hated Rogue One that's I need insane. to watch it again probably because I think next to Empire Strikes Back Rogue One is probably my favorite Star Wars movie ever made that's wild Damn, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, that's Rogue, crazy. Rogue to One's me. fun. This this madman just... did a like a list and what put like the third episode as his number one. Are you yeah. are you cracked out? <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, are you strung out on heroin, man? I, I the same man that has Darth Vader list. tattooed on his leg. I should I should make another list because of how much conversation this actually has spurred. I what I wasn't <laughs> imagining that Joey would would talk to me like four days in a row about Star Wars over my my takes on it. But <laughs> Dude, um, the list wild. was was based on pure enjoyment. So number three has to go in the first spot because it's my list. Your your list. This can be different, yeah. but yeah, like like number three. Make a list of objective, objectively good though. Not like because if we we're if we're going entertainment, then I would probably have to throw like Phantom Menace.
this is my number one. That's what I'm saying is like I need to make two lists. I'll yeah, make one based off based I mean, off of entertainment purpose, and then I I'll make one based Empire off Strikes of Back the most. Even I think I had the most fun there. I, I had the most fun like, for like I grew it's... up with these movies, man. Yeah. Like like I grew up with the first three. I watched yeah. the first three indefinitely more times than the than the old ones. Same. I I, th- I think it's changed now because yeah. of how much I've liked the. The, the older ones but when I was a young kid yeah the third one was my favorite I saw that one in theaters so same actually I saw yeah I saw that one in theaters too and I remember my went with my dad and he fell asleep halfway through it and he snored so fucking loud no. during that whole movie we're in like a packed theater no. five o'clock on a Friday night me and my best friend are in this theater and like shit is going insane and my dad is out cold. And I'm like, how did you, one, how did you fall asleep during this? This movie is an action sequence yeah, from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. Which oh objectively God. makes it the most entertaining. I think it's the most goofiest one. And I think oh, that, yeah. that's what makes, I mean like, you the know. The whole movie's CGI. The whole movie's in front yeah, of a green screen. The whole screen. movie's terrible and it's like the dialogue is so bad. What and, have I done? Yeah, oh, like it's so Shakespearean in a way that doesn't need to be Shakespearean. It's just so distracting like towards <laughs> what it's trying to do and yeah, I, I just have like a soft spot in my movie. I, I have a soft spot in my heart for that movie. Um, big time and um, definitely not the the best technical Star Wars movie by a long shot man sure. like by a long shot but like, yeah. whenever I think of that movie I, I, I just think of the the Darth Plagueis monologue like it's such a like if you can think of any dialogue from Star Wars the first thing that pops in my mind is always the have you ever had the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the wise <laughs> no I thought not <laughs> exactly. it's, so it's not a oh, story man. the Jedi would tell you <laughs> I always think about the the like opening lines of uh, General Grievous for some reason General Kenobi <laughs> General Grievous you're shorter than I expected and he's just like <laughs> like he doesn't say anything hello there <laughs> God, yeah, it, it, it's got it's got some of the the funniest Star Wars lines. There's I a mean, charm you to know, it, un, unironic, like funny. They're 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 very like not supposed to be funny, but, right? <laughs> Which, but, but also that's what makes it funny is that awesome. an effort is made to not be funny and it, it fails still, across yeah, the board. But it's still a super fun movie. Yeah. I'm not knocking Revenge of the Sith. I love Revenge of the Sith. I love Revenge. But it it is. What do you think? Your what do you think your least favorite Star Wars movie is? It's literally a tie between Attack of the Clones and Rise of Skywalker. Good like, answer. Like, that is the right <laughs> answer. Rise of Skywalker Rise of is Skywalker like so is bad. So I mean, bad. like, okay, Solo might not be there. There aren't a lot of expanded universe movies, if that's what we want to call them. Yeah. So me calling it a bad movie, there's not a lot to go off of. There's, right, right, right. there's only one other movie. But dude, out of the nine, Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm always surprises me with how like half-assed that 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 movie is it's so half-baked it's like no one gave a fuck about that that trilogy and the last movie just is so flamboyant whereas like (laughs) revenge of the sith despite what you feel about attack of the clones you can hate that movie you can even hate all three of that i hate attack of the clones you can hate all three of them the themes in that trilogy are there and they are solid as a motherfucking steel beam the themes in the in the newest trilogy are not yeah. there. So fucked sideways. Doesn't make yeah. any sense at all. And when that last movie comes out, 
it's so backwards and so far from where it started with the Force Awakens that it doesn't. It just feels like it was a fever dream. I like just, literally feels almost like a fucking fan fiction at the end. Of it the is. Film. It feels like it was made by like sticky keyboard Reddit it's users. Terrible. I remember we went and saw it on opening night. And I remember when we saw when I saw The Force Awakens on opening night, I waited in line for like eight hours to get into that theater. Well, and then I'd say it's it was it was worth it. It, it was I'd absolutely it was worth, worth it. it. I remember I had a friend that went that got in on the screen before me, and when I was going in, he was just coming out, and he ran past me. I'm like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "Getting back in line." And he yeah, went and saw it a second time. Yeah. He loved it. Oh my yeah. God. And then and then the Last Jedi came out, and I was like, "Well, that wasn't great." And we went and saw Rise of Skywalker on opening night, and there were. Th- 15 people yeah and i was yeah. like okay you have to you have to see that this is a disaster bro like yeah. I, this yeah. was handled so poorly but i could go it. on forever about star wars i really want to own you got me don't fear the reaper cut um <laughs> which I, I i don't technically have that in my yeah, possession we legally can't say that we all yeah. own the halloween <laughs> don't so fear the reaper cut we not. don't but yeah. we do it's well, an infinitely better cut of a, of a of the movie. <laughs> exactly, but there is an infinitely better cut of Star Wars as well. There's like a despecialized version apparently out there on the. Do you realm. think it's like infinitely better? Well, in in, in myth, it is. Okay. I don't I don't know if it is. Like I've I've heard good things about yeah. it. I I would like to see it if it if it was. It's like I, the original cut it, that was in theaters as as before as George close Lucas to, as, like. As close as what we could get to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would love to yeah. see it. I did find it online for free, so I was gonna maybe try to watch it. So if you're ever in the mood to watch a New Hope, but without any of the extra shit, I would that, love to do that. that. George Lucas, I added, would absolutely love to do that. I've personally like I would like to do that. I've only ever seen the special, the the remastered shit. So yeah, it's not bad. Some parts of it even add to the atmosphere for sure. But I would like to know. What came out in the theaters, bro? No, I want to be there for something like that. I will that. go I would love down, to. Dude, I will die on this hill. I think George Lucas is up his own ass that he will not <laughs> give AFI the original cut of that godforsaken movie. He's so far gone yeah. up his own vision. He's such an idiot. Like, you're literally on, denying George. George Lucas an idiot? What? <laughs> I know. What? Shocking, I that know. That doesn't make sense. Remember when he asked David Lynch to do Return of the Jedi? Could you imagine what that movie would have been like if David Lynch had actually agreed to Bro, it? it's so... Have you have you heard David Lynch talk about that? Yeah, remember we read the book when we worked at, at, at uh, in Custodial. Yes. So funny. We got it on audio. If anybody, oh, if anybody has time to go on YouTube as well, he, like, details that story out for you and like the day that he spent with George Lucas and it just sounds like David had the worst time of his life ever and yeah. it, that 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 makes me so like it it, it just it I, I find it so funny that I love Star Wars and David Lynch and David Lynch probably despises Star Wars. Even like, in that book, he did not sound. Four. He was like, he was like, and I looked at George and I said, "I'm not the guy to make this movie." And I then went and did Dune. Yeah, <laughs> oh man! It's like yeah, he went and did the the hardest Star Wars. Man, ever. I've, I've also sci fi epic. To Wars, I've also heard that there's a three hour cut of Revenge of the Sith. For real, that there there is an internet. There's an internet. I guess campfire story essentially that there is a, that there exists a three hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, which oh, I would man. kill to well, see something like now that. Now I'm a little curious because I wonder what 
all that extra footage is, and I bet it's probably Anakin and Padme, bro, because like Attack of the Clones was only Why, man? Attack of the Clones is only about Anakin and Padme. Padme. That's the worst movie. Dude, I love Padme. Not just the women. Listen, man. But the children. They're like animals. (laughs) And I slaughtered them like animals. (laughs) I hate them. God, I remember just being so... I'm like 13 years old. Like, this is awful. (laughs) This is so unbearable. Dude, I... That, that's what I love about Star Wars, though, is because even those prequel movies, there are, like, halves that I do not like, yeah. and then the other half, I'm I'm head over heels You're absolutely over. enthralled by. I'm, I'm enthralled by. Like, even Attack of the Clones could not give two shits about what Anakin and Padme are doing. I yeah. don't care. I don't care about this relationship. I don't believe it, but I have to I care don't about like it. Sand. Yeah, it's like, like, but it's like, you have to be carried along because this is Darth Vader, so yeah. you're like... Okay, the other half of the movie is dope as hell. Like Obi Wan is like is like a cold case, uh, like murder mystery detective guy almost, like chasing down Jango Fett, figuring out where the clones are coming from, going on this like on this case yeah. that, that almost can't be solved according to even the fucking Jedi Temple. Like Yoda has to tell him. Put Detective Loki there's in there. Planets, dude. Like, like Yoda literally tells him, like, sometimes there's planets that are just out there and they're not on the records. Yeah. And, like, Yoda didn't even say it that pointedly. I'm speaking more pointedly yeah, yeah. than Yoda yeah. did. Yoda's like, seek and you will find, Obi-Wan. <laughs> he says something stupid like that. And Obi-Wan goes out there and he finds a fucking planet. Like, it's cool, man. It's a fun, it's a, it's, it's a fun plot. It's, it, but, but the other half of the movie, not good. You gotta find that three-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith, though. I gotta, dude. We Matt could find it though. I <laughs> now that I put it in his head, I want to see if he if, if he finds it, I'll lose my mind. I've been looking he, for that for years. He I, definitely I, knows where to search. I will, I will. I hope I can find it. But dude, yes. Back to what we were talking about originally. If anybody has the inclination to go and watch Last of Us, I would recommend. Highly it. recommend I've, it. I've had a great time. Star Wars about. tangent. Yes, yes, Star Wars tangent. Yeah, we let Matt have it every now and then. Yes, thank you. I know. I was well, gonna say, guys, if you if you don't reel me back in, I can just. I know, keep going. but I'm happy to do it. But I also kind of wanted to segue from internet creepy pasta or internet like campfire story of the Revenge of the Sith cut oh, to lead into this shit. episode. Welcome yes. to the Shot and the Chaser, a podcast where we watch two drastically different coming of age movies. This week we watch We're All Going to the World's Fair as our shot. And then as the chaser, we watch Joey's favorite, Greta Gerwig's Lady Bird. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's all go to the World's Fair, bitch. Dude. I'm not gonna cut that out. (laughs) This movie was so good. I'm so excited to talk about it. Well let's well before we do that, what do we uh what else did you guys watch this week? Because I know we've been all working on some Oscar. We've been working on the Oscar man, list. Hard on these Oscar movies, through. Joey, how many movies have you have you watched? Dude, already? it's it's crazy. It's, I like in the month of January, I watched thirty movies. Holy <laughs> oh shit! I only watched fourteen. <laughs> but I felt like I was cruising. It was crazy. I I don't I. It, it helped that we had some slow days at work, and I could knock out a couple of these movies. Right. Um. One of them, I, I will say, that my favorite part about watching these Oscar movies is that you find some gems that you would not have watched if yeah. you didn't have to watch them for the Oscars. Right. And yep. one of those was this Netflix movie called Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Yes. I was like, kind of nervous to watch this movie because I knew it was in Spanish, so there's subtitles. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was going to be boring. It's like three hours long. 
It's a um, long watch, yeah. It, but it starts off so hot and so good that you, you, from the very beginning, you're locked in. Oh, hell yeah. And, and this guy did two other pretty famous movies as did, well. He did Birdman and The Revenant. But I have never seen any of those movies. This is this was my first movie from this director. That's crazy. I've only ever seen I Revenant. I loved it. And now I need to watch Birdman. I just found out it's on HBO Max streaming, so that'll Ooh, probably be Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my God. Soon. Yeah, I might what? do that at work That's tomorrow. That's new news to me. I might watch yeah, that at work tomorrow. Wait, I looked it up today. Bro. It's streaming on HBO Max. I've been dying to rewatch that movie. <laughs> yeah. So would you oh recommend it, though? God. Like, Bardo? Hell yeah. I gave it a five. I Holy loved shit. it. It's nominated for Best Cinematography. I've seen most of the other movies. It should win. Damn. It easily, it should Damn. win. The cinematography is insane. Dude. I, I think even some of these performances deserve nominations, but not everyone could get some. But it, no. it's it's one of my favorite movies of 2022. If I would have saw this in 2022, it probably would have been in that top 10 list. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Pretty cool. Yeah, Dude, I it, love it's it. always so good whenever you see a movie like that. Right. Yeah. So good. Um, I, guess, I guess I'll just go right into another movie that I watched, uh, rewatched recently. Was uh, funny enough Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like we Reservoir that together. Now, what did I you compare that to last night? You compared I, it to something I compared it to last night. another movie that I watched, Women Talking. Yes, yes. But I'm thrown because you don't like Women Talking, and I'm scared you don't like Reservoir Dogs. No, no, no. Because no, I watched I meant, it for the first time with you when listen, you watched it the first listen, time. Let me explain myself. For for those who have seen both movies or for those who have just seen Reservoir Dogs, um, you'll know that Reservoir Dogs takes place in practically only one place. Yes. Women talking is kind of the same thing. Really? Like, okay. like I, I mean a really... lot a lot of movies <laughs> Is that place the eighteen hundreds? A lot of movies uh, try to do this. Like, you know, Twelve Angry Men is is probably the the example that, that comes to my head. The, sure. the fastest is just um, the movie is really just about the 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 dialogue. Kind of like, like Reservoir um, Dogs is like that. It's like Hateful I mean, Eight. He does that. Hateful Eight is the same same thing. Um, yeah. Like Hateful Eight, I think is even better because like um, speaking about Reservoir Dogs, I just want to go on that. <laughs> um, I thought that this was a good start, but it definitely has. It's flaws. Yeah, like, like it sure. wasn't my favorite. It's not, it's not the best Tarantino It might be movie. my least favorite Tarantino That's why movie. I'm surprised. That's bold. I'm very yeah. surprised, though, whenever people call this their favorite. Because I'm like... Hateful it's just, my least favorite. It's not, Hateful it's not polished enough. Hateful around the, my least favorite. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm maybe very, I just I'm, don't I'm, like the I'm one location. I'm surprised, but like, I understand why. It's not a bad movie. It's just the worst of Tarantino, who is one of the best. Yeah, and he makes nothing but hits. And then every now and like one of the hits is just not there. I still haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I know that I'm like missing out at this point. (laughs) Because when that when that came out, I was like, that's one of my favorites. By that point, I was so done with the Tarantino hype. I get. But now every like I've not met a single person that's like, oh, dude. It's like it's every person I've ever met is like you have to see it. Just yeah. go in and see it. And I I keep just wanting to like go in on a day where I'm like I got nothing to do. I'm going in with a good attitude because like I love like my favorite of his is Inglorious. Inglorious like changed me, yeah. changed the way I watch movies. Great movie. Um, and this one's probably the most similar film that he's made. Interesting to Inglorious. I need to do it. I need to just pull the trigger and do it. Yeah. Just watch watch the damn movie. I will like, say there's a that... lot of differences, but like it, out of like. 
the similarities, it's more similar to Inglorious than any of his other movies. I all say. right, all right. Funny enough, I watched Once Upon a Time, and then upon leaving it, I was like, this is not great. I like, remember we were working together, and you said it wasn't good, so I would just I wrote it off. Yeah, exactly, because I was like, I feel in part responsible for that, because like I remember walking out of the theater, and I was like, this is not a Tarantino movie. Like This, this is a good movie, not a Tarantino movie. Like, Looks like I, a Baz Luhrmann movie from the damn but trailer. Then, right, but then, but then, like, I don't know. I, I rewatched it like uh, a couple months after that first watch, and I, I was like, "No, this is this is really just like Tarantino, really, really in the zone." All right, um, I, yeah. I think personally, like, it's got everything you would want right from a Tarantino movie. At least what I would want from a Tarantino movie. It's very violent. It's very funny. It's very uh, cool. That's that. That's Hell just yeah. really all I want. I saw it with my buddy John, and we both uh, we watched it together, and we both were like, "What did we just see? Like that was not that great." Both of us <laughs> were like, "That's not that great." And then I remember, like, we we both like went home, we went to bed, and I'm about to fall asleep, and I get a text message from from him, and he's like. Did you know that movie was about Charles Manson? We both had watched it, had no idea. And then and then once you kind of realize that, everything made sense. See, I knew and that going in that it was about Charles Manson, but everybody was like, he's in that movie for like three minutes. Yes. Yeah, he's Correct, not- but understanding that will help you understand everything else in the movie. Okay. And uh, it, it just yeah. makes it a lot better. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree. I definitely like agree. we, me and John were had so many questions that we felt were left unanswered, right? And that the only answer came from knowing that the movie was kind of about Charles Manson. Okay, right. I will have to check it out. And you were it's worth it. You were talking about Reservoir Dogs and women talking. Well, yeah, yeah Re- Reservoir yeah. Dogs and women talking. Just comparing them one, what such an odd comparison. One against still. the other. It's, I, it's, it's mainly so it's mainly about just them not leaving that okay. that that specific scene. A lot of the movie is based around just pretty much only dialogue. Yeah. Um, I personally didn't enjoy women talking. I also did not watch women talking in the theater so i feel like i didn't give that movie it's it's two cents like or like it's time that 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 i should have given to it um but to be honest this is not a i mean like i don't know i I watched the trailer uh when when uh when i saw the whale and i saw i saw the trailer for women talking yeah it it looked awesome um i thought i thought it looked great and then like like, it's, I'm kind it's, of excited it's plain, for it. It's playing an hour and a half away, or I mean, an hour away from me. I didn't really want to drive out there to watch this movie. I found it on, I found it free online. I watched it for 15 minutes, and I didn't like it. So I watched the rest of it free online because, like, yeah. I just, it's not it's like I don't know. I realized pretty shame. quickly that it's. Yeah. Uh, I realized pretty quickly that 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 I do in fact hate women, and that, <laughs> and that I. <laughs> And I do that not, and yeah. I do not want them to talk ever again. I'm just kidding, um, <laughs> but, but because it is it's, about it's, it's just not my. my there's a lot of like religious themes in it. I've heard. See, but right, it's like, like creme, creme de la creme. I love that shit. I love whenever whenever a movie just takes a fat hot shit on God. This movie sometimes is like there, <laughs> and sometimes is not there. Like yeah. some, it's like. I wanted it to, I wanted to cast. know I wanted to know more about their their cult community and not necess- I mean and I'm not I'm not trying to deter from what this movie's trying to be the fucking title says it all for you but I'm just saying I was expecting something else that's all 
Oh, I was expecting a, a bigger movie, but it really is just what the what what the title says. Oh, it's literally just that. So, like, if, if you're into that shit, and it's blue, <laughs> it's super blue, uh, dude. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more blue movies come out. Like, uh, I saw the recently. Born Identity. That's all I needed. Literally, dude. I'm getting tired of this blue shit. But yeah, Nick, what did you what did yeah, you watch you this want? week? I finally sat down. Because I'm also making, making my way through these Oscar movies, and I finally saw Top Gun Maverick. Oh, bro. And I just what, need to say this what now. What a doozy in the group chat. I need to say too. this now. I need to get it out of my system. Fuck every single one of you stupid motherfuckers that told me to see this movie. <laughs> bro. Fuck all of you. Your brains are so much smaller than mine. This was like, such a worthless waste of two hours and ten yeah, fucking bro. minutes of my time. I haven't even seen it, and I'm like right there with you. Do you like you. jerking I'm off so men? Tired. No, I've never. Would done, you jerk no. off Tom Cruise? No, no. Don't see God, Top no. Gun Maverick because no. that's exactly no. how I felt. Oh god! <laughs> like I was just jerking off Tom Cruise this whole god fucking time. Damn it! Fucking awful movie. Oh. First of all, I I and I said it on on like last week's episode. I had never even seen the movie, but the whole movie is literally just like, dude, doesn't war like rule? <laughs> doesn't does like it doesn't blowing shit up kick so I much ass? I love war. I love war. <laughs> I the whole thing is them just being like Tom Cruise, you are done. And he's just like, "No, man, come on. Give me another shot." And then the movie turns into literally The Mighty Ducks where they're yeah. like, "You don't get to be a, a this guy anymore. You have to teach people how to be this guy." It's literally The Mighty Ducks, but infinitely worse. And the most rebellious one is the one who's the best. And given the most opportunity, yep. Which does, which seems so backwards in the that military. Is not, yeah, that's not how the military <laughs> operates. But go off. And, and his relationship with the bartender lady, Jennifer Connelly, yeah, yeah, very weird. Like he just shows up. I also never saw the first one, and maybe that I, I just, I saw the first one when I was in high school, and I, yeah. I hated it. And you still got your volleyball scene. Yeah, I was just like, all right, I'm I was good. Like, yeah, like I, I don't want to see this. Like yeah. I. I hate, I did not like that movie. I feel like if I saw it in theaters, I could have at least been like entertained and just yeah. been like, "Wow, this is fun. This is a this is like a." Um, I went to the movies tonight. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's like a ride. It's like yeah. a ride at a theme park. The way the way that Scorsese had talked about Marvel movies just being like rides at a theme park. That's how I felt about it. It literally felt like I was at a ride on a ride in Universal, but watching it on my my curved screen in my office, and I was just like. <laughs> This just isn't good. It's just dudes flying planes, blowing shit up, and being like, isn't being in the army, like, fucking awesome? And it's like, no. So I, I, biggest waste of my time, awful movie, and I also watched Causeway today, which was a pretty, like, average, A-OK movie. Watching some mid-movies. I know, it's been, like, a pretty, like, not banger week for me on on the movies. Bro. That's I'm trying the, to get all the ones I don't the, want to see out of the way first. That's the beauty of the Oscars. I, I mean, Joe, Joey said it. We're watching movies that, that we wouldn't normally watch. Yeah. And sometimes you have to subject yourself to stuff that you didn't necessarily like. But that can be a good palate cleanser, though. Yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you you know, you kind of remind yourself, okay, there's a movie that I didn't enjoy. Like, yeah. Because it, it's not always about finding shit that you do enjoy. Like, you will eventually run into something. And I you think you've got some good ones coming. Yeah. I still have to go. My, the only two now that I'm not looking forward to are Wakanda Forever and Avatar, which I'm planning on knocking those out next week. That way, from there on, I'm good. I think Avatar is definitely better than Top Gun. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> is Obviously, it better than Wakanda Forever? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you, 
Nick, you are going to hate Wakanda forever. Wakanda like, like I, so I'd almost even recommend just don't watch it because it won't <laughs> be worth your time. But it's it's up for so many. It's Oscars. up for so many. I understand. It's so bad. I man, I'm so not looking forward. Is it to up it. for Best Picture? Best no, 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 no. Not, yeah, I think costume and um. I know Best Actress, and best, best Supporting Bro, Actress. Supporting I can't actress. wait to 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 be in the group God. chat on the day that that you watch Wakanda. Forever I know because you bro, it's be literally so it's literally just like like a a two and a half hour like funeral recession. That's oh. that's literally <laughs> what it is. And like like the For whole goddamn you don't know. movie. <laughs> the whole goddamn movie is that. I'm good. It's so boring. We me him and uh, me Matt and Hannah watched it in theaters with. Bro. Packed like opening oh week. Don't know why we did this. So, un- so uncomfortable, so dumb. man. It was so uncomfortable because I I, I, I was like laughing. At we didn't shit. even watch the after the credit scene because we were ready we to go. Left. We're the only ones that stood people up. People laughed at us and for left. leaving. Yeah, like, like before the credits rolled, and I was like, "Bro, we're uh, you. we're done. Like, Their the, brains the joke are, is on you, Marvel man. fans. Like, Marvel fans have brains that are smooth as eggs. So if they need to laugh and clap their syllable hands together like those wind up monkey toys, that's fine." But Marvel doesn't make good movies, and you're not no. cool for staying for paying way too much to see a movie that gave you so little. Exactly. So and and we whatever. had all seen the whatever, first one and right? loved, that's and I liked the first one. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of why one, we yeah. went I to thought, see this. I thought one. it was a fun time. Yeah, you liked it because Chadwick Boseman was through. like was a fantastic. Yeah, he was, was a great. fantastic black. Panther. I also like the Kendrick soundtrack. Yeah, to it. that was oh yeah, that was always nice. Bro, oh my god, night and day for the soundtrack. Yeah, between like the, Rihanna's these two movies, songs people, are like people were like throwing pity mentions towards this movie whenever it came out. Like, oh, I love the soundtrack. I'm pretty but sure that the soundtrack's up for best original song. I think is up is that's what I'm saying. Bro. I'm sure it is. Listen, I think it's that Rihanna song. Listen to that fucking that soundtrack big. and tell me if you actually agree with that, bro. Tell like I can based off of you, I won't agree with that. Based off of the first yeah, movie, bro, the it's first not movie, good. No, because I listened to that that soundtrack like on repeat for for a minute. Bro, I was a big fan of the, the original soundtrack. That that first track that Kendrick does, that I yeah, think is called like up. "I Am King" or like or like like yeah. King King Wakanda or something. Yeah. bro. that song is crazy. Which I mean, like I love Kendrick, so he he can do whatever, and I love it. But dude, that's <laughs> but yeah, just, right. Regardless, oh not looking forward to those. Yes. Top Gun Maverick sucked. Causeway was just fine. But let's talk about movies that maybe we don't feel so hateful towards. Bro, yes, that is very true. Let's get the into We're All Going to the World's we're Fair. All Going to the World's what is, Fair. What is this movie about, Matt? That's so, a short synopsis. It's a very short synopsis. This is a directorial debut, which uh, incredible debut. Wow. Strong, strong yes. first like feature feature movie from, yep. on Utopia, by the way. I've been saying it for, for, for like a year now. This These people are going to blow up. A24 is on the way out the door. It's all about Utopia now. Mm. You think so? Yeah. I think that yeah. in five years, A24 is going to be putting out like dog shit like nonstop. I kind of another movie gone recently that, that was big. Who did? Utopia. Yeah, Utopia also. But Utopia Infinity out, Pool. I no, thought. I don't think I don't think they did no? uh, Infinity Pool. Oh, Utopia. Um, Utopia put out Vortex. Oh, Vortex. Um, they yeah. are the ones that put out Shiva Baby. Oh, did they, really? Did they put out to Leslie? That's what I feel like I just saw them, and I don't. I think know. that they did put out an Oscar-nominated movie. Let recently. me see. Utopia, Distro, Holy Spider, uh, Meet Me in the Bathroom, The Scary of Sixty First. Whoa! They made that movie. Yeah. Wow. 
That movie's kind of weird, though. So that, <laughs> to me, like, when I hear someone made that, I don't really, I'm not like... I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Same, though, man. I don't think that they did, I don't think that they did, um... Yeah, no, they They've got the Civil Dead coming out. Um, Which looks great. Does look really yeah, good. I think I was awesome. probably thinking about the Holy Spider. Yeah, Holy Spider. I, 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 I think I've followed them on. I've heard, good I've heard phenomenal things about Holy Spider. Yeah. But anyways, what is Raw Going to the World's Fair about? Yes. Directed by Jane Sh- uh, Schoenbrunn. It Nailed it. <laughs> I, I hope I said that right. You the summary follows. It. Reality and fantasy begin to blur when teenager Casey, alone in her attic bedroom, immerses herself in a role-playing horror game online. Man, this was like what this was like my top five most anticipated movies of 2022. Or was it 2022? Yeah, it was 2022. Uh, so it premiered in 21, yeah, but it didn't it become it available until 22. Yeah, this was like my most anticipated, one of my most anticipated movies last year. Dude, this it's great. Scratched a very particular itch that <laughs> I feel like no nobody was covering, nobody was doing, or people that were trying to do it were making it really campy for no reason, and then. This director comes in and is like, what if I nail this to a T? What if I create this universe that is exactly the way that you would have imagined it if you were in this internet culture during this time? Mm-hmm. And I make this movie that flies so under the radar and yet still Variety will we'll talk about this. IGN will bring yeah. this up. It was you. I saw this everywhere. And then it like it went nowhere. Not that yeah, it went nowhere, but went- like. It just—I feel like it—it had—it had the legs, it had the wings to fly, and it just—it hovered instead of like really going the distance that I wish it would have. I think it's just simply because of the amount of people that this is actually going to reach. Yeah, um, I think it was a decent amount of people, but I don't think it was as many as we think. It, it it was I guess in that creepypasta community you know yeah. what I'm saying because like yeah. YouTube is a more like widely accessible thing like yeah. you know if someone were to make a YouTube movie or like like that's why I think searching it, it like movies like searching yeah. it, like remember how like people make movies like that and, and Missing and then, and just then came another, out yeah bro another one that looks just as bad made by the same hey producers. pal searching was pretty good searching's fun but this new one looks terrible like what I'm still gonna with see the, it with the girl looking for her mom I'm like nah that, that, looks that was Regal's secret movie. <laughs> was it? When? Oh, yeah, this, for real? Yeah, this past, like, January. <laughs> I would See, I would have been happy if we went to that, because I wouldn't have been spirited. Yeah, yeah. oh my god, yeah, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Not another Apple TV movie. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it's not a huge group of people. Like, for example, Joey had no idea what it was. Yeah, like, I, I would, would never heard of Creepypasta. And, and yeah. that, I mean, that... I did not grow up with Creepypastas. Right. I like, think, I mean, thankfully, I'm glad... Yeah, just, just, just be thankful. Sometimes. Yeah, be thankful that that would have that probably you like caused mental damage. Yeah. <laughs> being that scared all the it time, it definitely hurt me. Like, for, like for the most part. And I, I grew up on creepypasta. I was on creepypasta every day for years. I was upset because it was just like you were in this world that was clearly fake. It was all just fun imaginary stories, but you kind of hoped somewhere deep inside of you were like, please just let this be real. Let this be a little bit real. You know, you had oh, your you had your your Sonic.exe, you had your Midnight Man, you had the strangest security tape I've ever seen, and they were all so otherworldly, and it was so easy to fall into this pitfall of spooky and disturbing content and hope that some of it was actually real. And then of course but I mean of course you also had like those girls that did the Slenderman stabbing that were like, This is so fucking real, I have to stab my friend yeah, because that's... Slenderman, an internet lore creature, told me to do it. Yeah. And I think Too that much. that 
this towed the line perfect between like a girl Casey plays a girl that definitely feels like she is like that where she is so immersed in this culture that she would she talks about like killing her father and and killing herself and disappearing and like I, I think that she's she's in it but only to a certain degree or at least that's what she lets on until later on in the movie because later on in the movie she kind of like admits like oh no I know this is all fake like I'm, I'm just playing a part here we're all just playing this MMO game and it's just I don't know she brings to life a very real character a very real person that I know that being on creepypasta I talk to this person yeah, if you were on right. creepypasta you talk to this person exactly. like it was interesting getting to be the adult and see it and be like oh my god that's me there I am there I am I used to do that and then you see the antagonist of this movie who JLB who yep. is also the, the the antagonist in Beyond the Black Rainbow creepy dude and plays yeah. the part perfectly perfectly yeah yeah, perfectly. I think that his his performance is really what makes this movie very off kilter. That and the media that they made for this movie. I'm like, how did you nail it on the head? Like, how did you yeah. make a video that feels like I feel fantastic? That's not I feel fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> how the fuck did you do that? And and also it's like it's not as creepy as I feel fantastic, but it's definitely it's it's off settling like it, it makes me feel strange and then and then of course like uh, J J L B in this movie is great and I I um I loved him in in Beyond the Black Rainbow I like him here I'm not fully convinced that um what is it that 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 their interaction online was good like at all no it's bad um, I think it's yeah it's right. very bad definitely bad but. I think that's and that and that's that's the dark truth about I think creepypastas in general is like maybe they were more controlled by adults that should not have been fucking around with you know the amount of kids that were into this scary shit but who who could have known that 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 it would blow up this far yeah blow up in that way crazy I think that movie's very strange I love it though I think it brings attention to a very specific kind of creepypasta because you had like the ones that were just stories, uh, you know, like, uh, uh like, like I brought up earlier, the, um, the strangest security tape I've ever seen, which if you haven't listened mm-hmm. to it or read it, highly recommend. It's such a good story, but you had these things called ritual pastas, which is where you got to be interactive with it, where it was like, uh, okay. Hey, if you want to be a millionaire, do this ritual warning if you do anything wrong this witch will you will fucking die <laughs> and it would be like it wouldn't be like a quick death it'd be like the devil will come out and rip all your fucking guts out and then and then hang oh you with God. it like it was the... it was crazy shit but it gave you this like it let you be in this world it let you be part of this thing one of my favorites was the elevator game which oh, i yeah. tried once when we were working at at the college the other we oh, were working because really? we worked in commons too and there's this game it's an elevator game where you had to be in this elevator nobody else could get on the elevator while you were on it so i made sure to do it at six o'clock in the morning when everybody was still asleep in the storm you had to have a building that was at least 11 floors there's only one building on that campus that had 11 floors which is where we were working mm-hmm. and you had to hit these numbers in a certain order at some point a woman gets on the elevator don't talk to her don't look at her don't acknowledge her don't do anything. Just let her get off where she gets off. Then when she gets off, you go to another floor. When you come out, you allegedly have walked into a different universe where you're the only person there. 
And that's it. Hey, there that's you it. Go. The whole thing is that it's the exact same world. It's just you're the only one there. Eerie as shit. That is like. And I remember I did so it that eerie. day, and that like no girl ever got in the elevator. But I remember like the sun didn't come up till like eight thirty that morning, you're and like, I was wigging the, the fuck, fuck out. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Now I've done wow. it. Now I've really done it. And so I've really done it. And so time. you got to be in this world, and I, I think it. that's what makes the World's Fair challenge so interesting. Yeah. Is that you got to see Casey's aspect of it, of like joining yes. it, and like the the people that she saw who were also in it. Because yeah. the I I didn't really catch this, or I didn't really figure this out. I think until this watch with you guys, but like I think the World's Fair challenge is sort of just being like you do this challenge, weird shit happens to you, you put it on the internet to be on display. You are the World's Fair. Like, you have the one kid that's pulling the tickets out of his arm. You've got the yeah. one girl who thinks she's turning plastic. Yeah. The guy who's going numb and he's just smacking yeah, himself smacking a bunch. Himself, like, yeah. oh my you are on display for the whole world, the internet, to see. You are at the World's Fair, which is such a cool concept. And I just, I don't know, man. I love this movie. This movie gets it. me so, I like, it. I like it every single time, more every time I see it. Because the first time I saw it, I was, I was kind of disappointed. I saw it with, like, a bunch of friends in broad daylight, and I was like... Oh, I was really expecting that to, like, send me over the edge. I was ready to be scared shitless. And then everybody, like, they left. Molly went to bed, and I had rented it. I had it for 48 hours. She went to bed at 11 o'clock. I turned it back on, turned off all the lights in my house. And I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, a great movie. Yeah. And I watched it again with you guys, and I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, a perfect movie. It's really, it, really good. It is really good. I, I mean, I, I really liked some of, like, the characters and, and how they portrayed like in their quietness because there's not a lot of dialogue it's it's really in their silence like the scariness happens like at like with jlb like the way he like quietly like talked yeah to to the screen yeah to the screen to yeah it it freaked me out like he was terrible especially seeing him and be on the black rainbow right like you're already scared of this man uh, and to see him in this, I'm like, this guy, he is good at being terrifying. Oh, yeah. And and yeah. he does a great job. Like, it, That's true. The, like, there's not really very many. There's a couple, like, kind of jump scares, but not really. Yeah. And, and but this, this movie is, like, haunting. Like, yes. You, like, you don't want to. I remember uh, we, uh, after we watched it, I went home and I heard a crying baby and i literally like ran to my apartment <laughs> I, was like, I was like nope not tonight not dealing with this shit Dude, tonight i yeah. i don't blame you i literally uh told nick after watching it i was up for so long <laughs> just like with with that last song repeating in my head yeah like you know what they do to little dogs like you i was just like i'm gonna go insane i'm gonna go <laughs> fucking insane this is so scary and then i kept yeah. seeing like that that face man also, the this, you're in trouble face. Yeah, yeah, the you're in trouble face. The, the this this movie, I think Nick, you're you're 100 right. You, I think you have the most in depth experience with with creepy pastas. I, if what uh, Casey was saying is accurate to her actual interaction with with the World's Fair, um, it, it's just weird how this movie I think touches any interaction yeah any any interaction level i mean joey is like introduced to it but i feel like it was a good introduction i was a little bit in it like i only knew a little bit about little stories here and there so it makes sense like sometimes i would go i would be intrigued 
uh, far enough. But yeah. I, I would only have the interaction of like YouTube. And it seems like Casey does have something similar where like she only looks at the videos on this website, and it could be the World's Fair website for sure, yeah. which would be way more up up your alley about right, like right, how, right. how you interacted with these creepypastas. I pretty much only interacted with them on YouTube, like compilation videos, uh, other people talking about what the creepypasta was about. Yeah. Um, or just the random ass videos. Like, I feel fantastic. Like, that that video is just cemented in my have head. Have you ever seen that video? No, I have not. We should show you that after this episode. Oh I feel fantastic God. is a a bizarre experience <laughs> for your first time. Yeah, it's it it's but weird. then but then it's weird because like the further you get into it, the more you realize like I feel fantastic is like a drop in the bucket. Like it is such a like not not that it's like oh it's mid or anything like that, but like there's so much more like there's a lot haunting more. shit that you'll find. Oh my god. When you is deep it, dive it, into the scary and this stuff. is like a scary haunting video. It's it's I feel more fantastic. It's a video it's a that video, like it has no explanation. Someone like, like somebody like came out and was like, "Oh, we were just we were testing this." But there's like one a specific robot. shot in the tape that's like very weird that like kind that not debunks it, but you're like, "I don't know if I trust what you're saying here." Well, it, to be the truth. It, as all creepy pasta is and does so well when there's just a, a little little tiny speck in the story that needs explanation creepypasta will take that miles and miles and miles and miles so i feel fantastic is a video about a robot that just sings a song like someone programmed it to sing a song and the song is literally just it being like i feel fantastic that's all it is is it that's like that, that that's all <laughs> are you long would this be? It's, it's like three five minutes Two minutes and thirty-two seconds. It could sure. definitely be that. Are you sure. gonna pull it up right now, dude? No, I'm not. Okay, I'm just, I, like, I was like, like, later, like <laughs> just kind of look at like, don't put it on Wait, the pod. One that's yeah. sixteen minutes. It's not that. Long. I don't think it's I don't, that I don't long. Think it's that long. Yeah, but it, it's. I mean, there there are just some it looks shots. Scary. It but is. It's it's like, very unnerving. This this what movie, video in this movie did you think felt like that? The girl the the pink the plastic girl yeah uh, the, yeah the I got that vibe that that's just kind of like like looking at the mirror and like smiling and she just. Kind of like looks up. Yep. Uh, it's okay. Just, it it's got that same vibe. It's not like I feel fantastic isn't a, isn't a threatening video when you realize what it is, but but when you're just, just like scrolling really the internet and that just shows up, you're it's like, holy god, weird. why yeah, is this it, here? It literally wrecked my life. But that's how I got into stuff was yeah. through was through videos like that. I just be on YouTube and all of a sudden I see a, I see a video like that. And I'm like, that looks kind of spooky. Why do I want to click on it? And then I click on it and I'd be like, oh my God, that was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but I have to watch another one. That was like, me. I have to watch another one. That was me watching Squidward Suicide. I know now it's Bro. probably like mega cringe, but like that shit scared me shitless. Like <laughs> could not, could not get on YouTube for for like a two days. I was like, nope, yes. it's going to show up. It's going to make me watch shit. Suicide Mouse. Suicide Mouse was, was super too. fucked up. I was up. like, what the fuck is this? No. What is this? Y'all are crazy. I would never have even watched anything like this. I understand. This is, like, I don't. I don't recommend it for anybody. Like, like whenever people start talking about it, I'm more like, just be aware. I mean, like, like I mean, it, it, it is goofy. Nick, Nick's uh, like hitting it on the head when it's like, I don't think it's like it's probably not as scary as what we remember. Yeah. But bro, it burns something in my mind. But that's exactly the itch that that Nick is talking about with this movie. It scratches it in a way that nobody else can because most of them come across as being too corny or cheesy. Yeah, I've seen like, creepy pasta movies and they're bad. They're All terrible. the Slenderman movies are terrible. Yeah, they're terrible. They did a Midnight Man movie 
which was with Robert England, and it was fucking awful. Like it was just, it was just not God. a good movie. I think that this movie doesn't doesn't just say like, "Hey, remember Creepy Pasta?" It's it's more of like a. It, it even says it even points out like these are fake. These are all fake. Like none of this is real. But the way that people dive into it is very is real, and I that's would... where the problem comes in. Yeah, like JLB. He's he's the kind of pseudo antagonist of the movie. He's not. I don't know if I would say he's rich. He's doing well. He's forty something, maybe fifty something. He spends most of his time in this weird bedroom that looks like a kid's room, yes. and he's just online talking about this like fake mythology to an internet story. It almost makes me think that he created it, or that like he's yeah. like one of like the yes. early guys on yes. this. And, whole and thing. he's in a very nice house, which is yeah. kind of weird, like a very bougie nice, as fuck house. But then like weird. a like a twelve year old bedroom. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Very very strange. Maybe I was like I kept looking to see if. There's pictures of children, or if he had like a wife, and he was just like, nothing. There's like, and his there's, kids nothing there's like a woman that comes in in the background at one point, but she doesn't talk. We never see her face. Really? He's yeah. like sitting on the couch, like staring off, and she walks in the background behind oh, him, and that's yes. it. Yes. Like, that's. See? I I interpreted that as maybe a, like a cleaning, like lady. a maid. Yeah, yeah, just could like a be maid because he he might we just have no idea. There. It's yeah, never it's right. never really it's never specified. Explained. That's that's also the eeriness about this this movie, and like I think that's once again going back into what makes creepypasta so great is that unexplained shit. Yeah, where you're just left to your imagination, man. Oh my god. Yeah, and I. Sorry. I no, you're good. Sorry. I. What do you got? So. We all had kind of like conflicting views at the end. What do we think happens at the end of this movie? So I think this is what makes this movie so good is that it doesn't map it out for you. Yeah. Like it really just, you're just left with JLB's really fucking weird explanation. And uh, what I think happened is that Casey uh, just stopped playing. Because, yeah. because I think, I think Casey woke up to um, the reality of the situation the World's Fair is not real. I think that she convinced herself that it was real. And then JLB was like, hey, I'm worried about you. I don't want you to do this anymore. And she's like, and then she kind of like has to come to herself. To yeah. Like, like to her senses and be like, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't believe it was, you, yeah. you thought I thought that was real. Like she, she, she's like trying to, to like defend her, yeah. her, her, her pride. And then JLB is. I'm not saying he's someone who needs to be trusted. I think Casey did the right thing and got the fuck out of there. Yeah. JLB is not someone who needs to be trusted. I think that's what makes this movie so eerie to me is once again, the people you interact with on the internet, you have no fucking idea who they are. Right. You have no, no idea clue who they are. what they're capable so of. You have yeah. no idea. So when underage children interact with people who are well above the age of discriminate or whatever like it, it, that's it's just too much it, it it's too much ambiguity for me to feel comfortable with that yeah. so at the end whenever jlb says like she's fine she's doing okay i think he is just trying to keep perpetuating this this world's fair shit that he's doing i don't know what yeah. his intentions are at all but I felt what like, do you guys think? I felt like because the movie kind of left it open to interpretation that in this movie you kind of have to assume the worst. Yeah. That like oh, right. he, he did obviously went and killed her. Yep. Oh, that's yeah, what I that's yeah, what I think too. Like, he, he, 
like if, if the spooky movie didn't want shit. you to think that they would have done something different right but you the fact so? that it's like eerie and there's a lot of questions you have makes you think yeah he went and did something right i the the only reason why i'm still like it's sticking, all true almost oh my god yeah the only reason why i'm still sticking to it it being maybe she got out and just left it alone is also because of the ambiguity with what is Casey doing? Like, why is she allowed to sit in her room for hours on end? I mean, we do get a glimpse of a dad or, or whoever it is yeah. in the house who's like, it's fucking 3 a.m. Right, it's three in the, the morning. morning. What are you doing? <laughs> so, like, Casey is obviously someone who's like alone all the time left to her own devices and when you do that children can get into shit that they maybe aren't supposed to but yeah i totally understand that nick do you feel the same way do you think so she died let me when it's revealed later on that like it's an mmo and they're all just playing a game here mm-hmm. i think once she kind of calls him out she's like what did you think i was gonna hurt myself what the fuck is the matter with you i think he panics she calls him a pedophile immediately mm-hmm. and then blocks him and in the world of an unforgiving internet, what I feel like almost like like what choice does he think? Does this clearly like not well guy think that he has? He has to do, he has to dispose of this evidence. Mm-hmm. I think that I get that. I think that she she already has Casey already has no one that gives a shit about her. She's easy to make disappear. I don't think this is his, and I don't think this is his first time doing this either. Mm-hmm. He has way too much knowledge about this challenge. And like I said, yeah. almost like he's running it or like knows. He just knows way too much about it. Mm. I don't know if I necessarily believe that JLB is the creator of this horror challenge, but I do believe that he's taking advantage of unsuspecting teens who don't fit any fit in anywhere, making them easy targets. Mm. Let me get you into this MMO. Let me give you all this backstory mm. on it. Let me convince you that you're not who you are anymore, but also try to convince you that I'm your friend here. Mm. I'm going to help you out. And then when shit blows up in his face, he's like, cool. I can kill you now, and no one's going to care. You have no friends. Your dad doesn't give a shit about you. You're playing an internet challenge. Of course yeah. no one gives a shit. Yeah. Yep. Dude, I... Yeah, I... I th- this is one of my favorite types of movies to watch whenever the ending is so open and yeah. doesn't really point you in any particular direction. Because um, it really does just leave it wide open for interpretation. I, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love stuff like this. I... I could see it going both ways. Like I think, I think both of your guys' interpretations are, yeah. are totally like right. Like like they could they could totally be right. Like, no, we're sure. right. You're wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, no, like, I think I think you have a lot of valid points. Like you no, definitely sure. could be right at the same time. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, but I don't think we'll ever know. Yeah, no. Right. Now, I, that's what makes it so spooky, mm. man. Is that there isn't really a clear cut answer at the end of the day. Oh my god. And I will say, um, Sean brought. I don't know how to say their last name yeah. um, offhand. Um, they are working on a new movie with A twenty four. Really? Uh, yeah. Called what is it? I call. I, I saw the TV glow. Very excited. Sounds cool. like it's going to be still on that same that Bang. same theme. Um, Jane has also gone on to say this movie deals a lot with gender identity. And as someone who's never had to struggle with this form of identity, I don't necessarily understand this point of view, but that just kind of gives this extra level of depth yeah. to the whole thing. Like, to, we, we all have our going. own... Do what? To, to, to we're all going to the World's Fair. Yeah, the whole movie is... is from, from their perspective, it's about gender identity. 
Which I think really? is I think is interesting because huh. again, like okay. three of us all have like kind of our own idea of what this movie's about, yeah. and there's a whole other level that we're not even like comprehending. Not really picking up on. Yeah. 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 Huh. I think this is like a must watch. I think everybody, any any horror fan or any anybody that was on Creepypasta yeah. should get a hold of this. Like yeah. it is a fantastic movie. I'm even, pretty sure it's on oh HBO right now. Even if you weren't involved in Creepypasta, I'm sure like you, Joey here. Like yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it was sure so good. I yeah, I I really well. liked it. it. Not knowing it, it's just a fun story. Yeah. yeah. What are we uh, What are we giving this one? I'm I'm thinking four, maybe even four and a half. Like it's oh. right there. I'm I think yeah, gave it three and a half. Really I'm, three I'm half? sitting at a four right now. I, yeah. I, I, it's funny to see the progression. The first time I saw it, I gave it a three. Second time, I gave it a three and a half. And now I'm here at a four. And yeah. I'm, I'm like, do I keep going? Do I just watch it two more times till it hits five? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm literally right there. I I don't I I don't think I can give it a five just because there are some things there that yeah. that, 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 that don't rock with me entirely. But it's definitely a strong four. Like yeah. this, this is a visceral experience. It creeped me the fuck out. I think that it just has me thinking for days. Every time I watch it, I'm like, "Oh, this movie's just a quick watch." You know, we're always like 86 minutes. It's so easy to right. watch, and like it is. It it's is a quick watch, but man, watch. so much happens in that. that oh my the, without God. anything happening, so without much happens. Without anything happening, and so many yeah. movies want to be this and could never. Yeah, could never even fucking like try to be this like this is just comes across so like so perfect yeah so so great like in 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 a similar way to like how how prisoners just came across as like so good yeah uh shout out to the last episode this one same (laughs) way is like ernest goes to the world's fairs (laughs) yes okay where's that where's Where's that that? movie (laughs) dude Oh man! But let's get into let's get into Joey's movie this week. Oh, I'm so excited! One of Joey's favorites. What is it, Joey? Do you want to intro it? It's Lady Bird. I don't have the description, but <laughs> here, well, I got it for you if you just yes, want to you, go off the dome. You got it. Okay. Matt, I'm uh, Lady popcorn. Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird uh, came out in 2017. It was directed by Greta Gerwig, and this one actually has a tagline. It says Ooh. "Fly away home." Okay. Fly away home. And then the summary follows. A California high school student plans to escape from her family in small town by going to college in New York. Much to the disapproval of wildly loving, deeply opinionated, and strong-willed mother. Is that the whole thing? That's it. Deeply loving feels like a ham-fisted thing but all every right. time they say that like that's just how she loves that's just how she loves i'm like your mom's kind of an asshole still though. i'm just <laughs> i'm just gonna say it like i don't Wait, care it's if that's wildly loving and deeply opinionated yeah well it's still wildly loving feels not correct what i see let's I, go we, Joey, we let's really we recently watched everything everywhere all at once where you know you have the mom talking to the daughter i think there's a lot of similarities where the mom is talking to the daughter, and the way she's expressing her love yes. comes out. It's kind of hard and like, harsh. It's you harsh. Know, you know, I, I told you not to eat that, you know, extra piece of food. Like, I, you're I, getting fat. You're getting fat. Or, you know, <laughs> are you sure you want to wear that dress? Or, you know, like, she she's criticizing her, but really it's like this this love. And, and even at the end when she's just writing down, like, all of the, like, what she really wants to say to Lady Bird... To me, I feel like the mom is very much loving. And even, I mean, the daughter, uh, Lady Bird, is, definitely loves her mom. And, and is always seeking her approval. 
Mm. They just butt heads. I mean, I felt like I had that with my dad. Right. Like it. Right. Like right. You don't know how to like say, "Hey, I love you." Yeah. Like, you can't. You can't really say that. You, you can't like. You say just want to give him a hug, yeah. and in a weird way, you you kind of have this like complex relationship, and I think Lady Bird really does that well express the complex relationship between a mother and a daughter but to me this movie was more than just the the relationship between the mother and daughter for me i felt like this movie and i've i've watched this movie more than most movies i've seen <laughs> and it to me this is more of a love story to sacramento and like the city you're from like the to me the whole movie is just screaming that like a love letter i love my city uh, Greta Gerwig, the director, is from um, Sacramento. She uh, even described herself as being uh, what is she like in uh, a very uh, what was the word she used like uh, interesting something like that wallflower <laughs> yeah like an interesting uh, child yeah yeah and so I felt like Lady Bird really uh, resonated to who she was you know, growing up and through right. high school. And so there was a lot of that, obviously, but driving through the city, you know, going to school, like it's, it's, to me, it's like, um, remembering the beautiful parts of your home. Yeah. And like I how like you that. grew up and just the, cause like this, there's, even though this movie is a lot of the mom and the, the daughter, yeah, you have a lot of the, the dad as well. You, you, of course, you have a lot of the um, friends at school, the new boyfriends, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it, it's not really one thing. It's just a lot of little things that, yeah. to me, add up to the big overall thing. Is I just want to make to pay homage to where I'm from, and e even at the end when she's calling her mom, it's like, did, did like how did you feel that first time you got to drive in Sacramento? Like what? What? Like did like did you cry? Like what? Right. Like what was? What were the feelings you had? And I I get a lot. I know I'm weird. I get a lot of that with Lynchburg too. I felt like there's a lot of like I love Lynchburg. This Dog, is this where I grew sucks. up. I know, but like I know, but I don't know at the same time. <laughs> it's like I I love Lynchburg. There's so much like like. I, just seeing where it was to where it is now, arguably there's a lot of bad things. Right. And it's gotten worse in so many ways. <laughs> but it's gotten so much better. And, you know, it's where I'm from. It's the people that I grew up around. And I I love that Greta Gerwig is doing that. Where, you know, she's more of a New York type person. I Like every other movie she's ever made is like New York or it's like Little Women. And... <laughs> um, <laughs> It to me like going back to that uh, Sacramento or not? I mean, this is really where she started. You know, directing a movie, going to Sacramento, just really pleasing. I I think it has a beautiful script. Every performance. I mean, and there's so many like small like small roles with actors who are now huge, like Timothy Chalamet. Oh man, 
fucking. That's where nuts. I learned to love Timothy Chalamet. He plays this like early yes. the, the early two thousands cool boyfriend to a T. <laughs> to like, a T. It's so great, <laughs> Kyle. He's so fucking Kyle. funny in that movie. He is. I love him so much. It's yeah. It's it's perfect. <laughs> I I think that uh, like Timothy's great in it. Lucas Hedges is, is great in it. Yeah, he is also great. Um, Saoirse Ronan is fantastic. Well, and I will I will say that I I agree that I think that there are moments now where you can definitely empathize with the mother in the movie. Yeah. However, but she that does I don't think that excuses her for like some of the, there are some things that she does that I'm like what the fuck are you yeah. doing. Like there's like a part where like Ladybird's like I just want you to like me. Do you like me? And she like doesn't. She's she's she doesn't like yeah. Answer. She's just like I think you look great or some shit. I'm like what is your fucking problem? You know one. It's easy to lie. Just lie if you yeah. can't say it. Just lie. But then they would have like, these weird moments like when they're th- they're in the thrift store and they're arguing and then she pulls out or the mom pulls out her dress is like what about this one? And it's like in the middle of an argument and she's just like oh my gosh that's the one right? This is it. This is the one that I want to wear and it's it's very interesting because I didn't have. I didn't have a bad relationship with my mom growing up. I had a bad relationship with my dad. We didn't have yeah. these kinds of conversations. Like, it was just very, like, he's yelling and I'm there. <laughs> and so, sure. it, it's, it, and him and I have a great relationship now, so it, it's not something that I could necessarily relate to. This woman is, I like, <laughs> I, I'm debating if I, if I, you know what? No, I'm going to say it. She reminds me a lot of my mother-in-law. In the way that, like, her, <laughs> the way she talks, the way she presents herself, and the way that, like, Molly described, like, growing up with her. Like, yeah. it, it's, like, the reason, like, Molly hasn't watched Lady Bird. She's, like, it sounds like it's literally going to be, like, watching my life on a movie, and, like, oh, I don't want to do that. Damn, I'm, like, yeah, I get that. Like, I totally I get that. that. It's a great movie, though. You're missing out. But it's, right. it is, it is very, very interesting. But, like, in empathizing with the mom, you kind of see it. Lady Bird at the like from a from a parental standpoint is not a great person. She's yeah. kind of a humongous pain in the ass yes. for like no fucking reason. Like you get why her parents are so hard on her and why her mom is so fucking stressed at yeah. all hours like, of the day. Everything makes sense. Yeah. Right. And why her dad is like depressed yeah. and yeah. She doesn't hate Ladybird. Like her mom does not hate her. And I I don't even think that she doesn't like I don't think that she, like, doesn't not like her or anything like that. I, I think that she's challenged by her. Mm-hmm. And her daughter has become the central focus of chaos in the house. Her world is falling apart, and Lady Bird strives to be the center of attention. And I don't think that Lady Bird can even help it at this point. Like, she doesn't see it. This movie kind of starts off, like, it's so lighthearted and fun and witty. And then as the movie goes on, it kind of loses its whimsy. And becomes heavier and heavier. You have the the suicidal priest. You have the yeah. you have the closeted ex boyfriend. You have the jobless father struggling with depression, and you have like this mother that at the, the the end of the day seems really like the only one who truly grasps like the severity of the situation that they're in. Yeah. And Lady Bird still can only think of herself. Which you as an adult you look at her and you're like fuck this kid, fuck you. What is wrong yeah, with yeah. you? But as like looking at the movie through the lens of a child, you're like. I get it. Like you don't, you don't get that. You don't understand like what yeah. bill, like the severity yeah. of bills. You just yeah. think like my parents own this house, so of course they'll be fine. Like there's, there's no issues. There's nothing to worry about. But yeah. I think that even like her best friend calls her out at one point. Like all you want is to be the center of attention. It doesn't matter what's going on. As soon yeah. as you lose that, you lose interest, and that's not fair. And it happened in the pl- in the play that she's in. It's happening in her real life, and I think that's what makes 
the end of Lady Bird so powerful is that at the end of the day, she gets what she wants. She gets, she leaves. She leaves yeah. the nest. She goes to the other side of the country and finds out she wasn't hot shit to begin with. She mm-hmm. was nobody. She was nothing special. And the only people that loved her are now in a completely different time zone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting mm. to see like the, the, the odd, like the odd devastation of it all. She even like, fu- she's in New York for a day. And immediately, like, yeah, it goes to the hospital. hospital. Like, and depending on what school she's in, like, that's that. Like, that would have been it. Like, depending on what school she's at, if they find out about that, like, she's done. She's going back home. I do wonder if that, like, because, like, I I think the story is very similar with her and Greta. Yeah. To where, like, Greta did go to a New York school and for, to make movies. Right. Which I think Lady Bird even says she's going to do. Right. Um. But I do wonder if there is that. Sense. Like, I wonder if like Greta got cha- like sent to the hospital for like right. alcohol poisoning, and I, I like heavily agree with what you're saying. I think there's a, a lot of that there. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if it's like devastating or if it's just like okay, now she's like hit reality, and there's like once you're gone, you know, you got. You, you never really can truly miss something until you're gone. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. and now that she's gone, you, you remember all the good parts uh, of it. Like, I remember when I lived in New York, um, I, I'd i be, like, longing to come home. Like, man, I just wanted to come home. And then I'd come home for, like, more than two weeks, and I'm like, God, I gotta get out I gotta of get here. the hell out of here. Yeah, like, e- every time. And and I, I felt like she, she had, like, I, I could really empathize with that because... I mean, she's she's just a teenager. She's like yeah. nineteen years old. Yeah, and we all. I mean, we all go through yeah. those. Of course, those, those waves. Like, like we miss our family, and then we go back, and then we're like, all right, we're done. Like, it, it's you know, it doesn't need to be something that that just goes on forever. And uh, that, yeah, I like this movie a lot. It's definitely about coming to grips with with changes, and um, not only changes in like who you are, but like changes in in your family and and, yeah. and uh, family dynamics and. What does it mean to be a good daughter? What does it mean to be a good mom? And good what does it mean to be a family? Like, and like, not every family is traditional. Even like in this house, where like clearly like shit's a little conservative. Like, yeah. there's still yeah. some like weird shit. Like you have the you have the brother and the white and his wife just living there, yeah. and then one day like the dad's at a job interview and the son just shows up and they're interviewing for the same position and he's been like a grocery store clerk throughout this whole movie yeah. and so Lady Bird was like you're not gonna get a job with all that fucking shit in your face yeah. takes all of his piercings out gets a suit and goes and gets a job that, it, I, that the dad wanted I think that we as human beings and as kids we strive to escape our parents from a young age the, ob- the objective of life is to rebel and find your and find yourself in that rebellion, but only to discover that at the end of the day you weren't the center of the universe. Even though you yeah. kind of think like, well, my parents have done everything to keep me alive. I must be important. I am the center of all of this. Mm-hmm. And then you go out into the real world and you discover like you're not. I'm not the center. You're not. You're just another person walking the street. That's a, and that's like such earth shattering news. Yeah, when, when you discover that, you're like, oh my god. Like, I'm, wait, I'm not that. I'm special. gonna die someday. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 crazy. And I think that the movie nails that mm. that concept and like that realization beautifully. Like it's yeah. it's very it's a very human approach to discovering your self worth. And I'm not saying like you're worth nothing, but like you you discover that there are other people around you and your actions affect other people and you can't just live for yourself yeah. every second of the day because mm. someone's gonna get hurt and it will be your fault. 
one of those self-realization moments I was thinking about is whenever she um, has to come clean to um, to to her her rich friend uh, <laughs> about not living in the house. About, yeah, like Jenna, I guess was what was her name. Yeah, it's like has to come clean about where where she lives at, and then Jenna's just like, you know, Lady Bird's like. We, can we still be friends? And she's like, "Well, you're still still dating Kyle, so I guess I'll see." I guess you I'll around. see you around. Yeah, the very high school way of like yeah, answering that question. Yeah, it's like hell no, we can't be friends anymore. Like you're not, you're not rich. You're not rich, and you yeah. lied to me. Yeah, and it, it was definitely one of those. I hate people that are dishonest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is so funny. I think the it's saddest like, part of the whole movie guy. is that Timothy Chalamet only can keep it up for 15 seconds bro that, <laughs> yeah. that was so someone took an funny, l in bro. the chat man i was like <laughs> fuck dude and come like, on i know and ladybird felt sad about that was like that i know it? it's like i was on top for my first time who the fuck is on top for their first time <laughs> which is so funny i mean kyle is like such a piece of shit like he's so funny but um yeah like he can't do anything right man no <laughs> he can't do but he plays all. that part so so well as the doofy shitty boyfriend yeah like he's I have a thing so against cool. money i'm just gonna try and barter <laughs> yeah it's only a matter of time before they put these phones in our heads bro yeah he's like i never said that kid. i was a virgin yeah exactly <laughs> i i didn't say that one time i think you're I, misinterpreting I the situation i haven't lied in two years yeah, yeah. <laughs> i haven't lied in two years <laughs> it's just so good like it's just such a good like i'm not from california i've never been to california but i feel like it just encapsulates a very specific vibe of the early 2000s high school yeah. dilemma yeah it's perfect and i feel i feel for lady bird you know she's just trying to find her way she she wants to get it on like because because everyone around you when you're in high school is trying to convince you that that's what you should be doing so i, I feel for her i feel for her wanting to do that and it just is not <laughs> not what she's expecting first off she gets involved with a dude who doesn't even know what he's into yeah so, yeah. so that so that ends up hurting her and then she ends up with kyle who like i think doesn't even give a fuck like like she's because like even even when she's like i'm ready he's like for what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like to to give you my my, my virginity he's like oh all right cool Cool, yeah. Like, yeah, he just grabs a cunt. I love that he's like, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm good, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, like as he's coming, he's just like... I've already had sex with, like, six people, I think. Six? <laughs> you keep a list? You don't keep... No, she was like, you don't keep a list? I'm like, why would I keep a list? Yeah, We're in high school! Yeah. Why wouldn't you keep a list? He's like, uh... <laughs> full, full confession really quick. I don't know if I'll keep this in the pod. I might, but we'll see. When I... When I finally did have sex, and, like... I had, like, a girlfriend that, like, was continually having sex with me. I bought one of those, like, clickers that would, every time you clicked it, it would, like, be, like, one, two, three. And I used to keep that next to my bed, and I would just click it every single time it happened. And I lost it somewhere. I don't know where oh, it's at. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I lost it somewhere. But I remember being, like, what this is so cool. And, like, 31 now. I'm, like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you, you dumb. <laughs> you absolute monster to society. You went to play it against sports, yep. bought a, a ref click, whatever, yep. And then used it to keep to keep tally of how many times I was having sex with my girlfriend, and she was like aware of it, and she didn't seem upset by it. She seemed more like, aw, about it. (laughs) Just like, you know. (laughs) So, but like that's that's another thing that this movie does so well is like the little cheesy. Uh, things that we do whenever yeah. we're we're that age, of course. As, as as teenagers, I love the scene with 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 Lucas Hedges 
and uh, um, Shirsa Ronan in the in in the field whenever they're 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 confessing confessing each other um, their their love. Yeah, and um, it, it it seems so deep. Yeah, it sounds yeah. so. We named our star Bruce. Serious, yeah. yeah. But it feels but that way in high school, man. Exactly, but like I still feel like what they're saying feels like true. Yeah. But what the, if you listen to what they're saying? They're not saying jack shit. No, right? they're, yeah. not, they're not saying anything. It's so funny, and yet they're they're probably head over heels for each other, which which is. Well, I don't know about Lucas Hedges. But, <laughs> well, it turns out Lucas Hedges didn't really feel the same way. But. Yeah, Lucas Hedges. We don't know. He could have been. We, he could have been, been bisexual. Bi. That's true. He been bisexual. Who am I? I'm not. That's true. That's very true. But he did. He was scared to tell his family. And I get that Catholic Irish Catholic that. family. There's. You're not getting out of that with a, without a couple scars. <laughs> For sure. Yep. And, and uh, funny enough, like uh, you know, I watched Boy Erased, which was another great performance by Luke Lucas Hedges. Really random, but but uh, Lucas Hedges kills it in that movie. I thought I thought he did great. And um, yeah, I really like Lucas Hedges. Yeah, he's I mean he's in like mid nineties as well. He is. Yep, as the, as uh, older brother. Yep, that's three great... billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. He's yep. great in that. Yep, Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, I love. I'm a big fan of Lucas Hedges. That's cool. I didn't know he was in. Well, I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, so that would make yeah. sense. I haven't seen it. I've not seen it either. My, one of my one of my closest friends constantly talks about it. He's like, you have to see it. It's great. He was also in Honey Boy. I forgot about that. He was in Honey Boy. Yeah, was yeah. I forgot about that too. too. I yeah. He's he's on the. He's been on the come up. I I, I like to see anything he's in. Boy Erased was. Probably his weirdest movie. He's been in. I would, yeah. Weirdest, I would say it or was his. Wall. It was his probably most demanding movie. Mm. You could say that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the rape scene, yeah, was 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 hard, but yeah. <laughs> what do we uh? What do we give him, Lady Bird after yeah. after that one? <laughs> That was like such a uh, terrible segment. Uh, my bad, my bad. Um, God damn it, Matt. I'm going to give Lady Bird a four. Honestly, four. same. Yeah, Honestly, I'll same give it a five. I know. I can't I'm not four. give it a five. He's only doing it because there was no blood. Yeah. I'm sorry, listen. No, I mean, you're you, not. You, got, you guys know me too well. I mean, there was no blood in it, so yeah. that, that automatically goes down half a star. And... Though this is a good coming of age movie, right? That, that's another half star automatically coming off the. the Wait, the, are the you score. just not a coming of age person? Not when there's no blood in it. What oh, coming of age man. movie has blood in it? Funny yeah. pages. Oh my funny god! Pa- funny pages is really good, but don't use that against me. They're I'm both not great using movies. that against. Kind you of at sounded all. like you're using it against him. No, it is. It no. is they're, they're both great movies. They're also both, both A twenty four movies. They're 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 both yeah. great. I, I just, love coming of age. I movies. would much rather I'm a watch. For them. I love a good yes. coming of age movie. If it's done well, like then then hell yeah. And I think this and we're all going to the World's Fair are done spectacularly. Oh my God. Yes, now that did, is very true. Did you guys manage to find any correlations between these two movies? My my only correlation between these two, I think it, it's you guys probably saw something similar. Is just the struggle to uh, figure out who you are. Yeah. Um, in, in a world that's like always changing uh, around you I, I yeah I felt like there's like that that theme of like we're trying like they're just not content with where they're at yeah and they're trying to go somewhere else yeah you know she's trying to Lady Bird's trying to go to New York and 
Casey is trying to go to the World's Fair. <laughs> she's trying to leave, do do something with this World's Fair. She's not content with the world she's in. Um, yeah. And I think they both brutally found out that, you know, that what they had was a good thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. I, Agreed. I, I agree. Both of them, both of them do, do come to this, to this point where they're like, uh, I mean, Casey is more up in the air with, with whatever conclusion she came to, but I think yeah, that, you're right. that, that <laughs> a little more open-ended. Right. But I do think that at one point they, they do realize that, um, pretty much everything that they've been looking for uh you know maybe they they shouldn't have been looking for that stuff yeah Yeah. it's like you know world's fair is very open-ended but ladybird is a little bit more in that direction for sure what do you think nick so i do think that both these are excellent coming of age movies about identity and discovering your insignificance in in the reality of this universe Mm -hmm. casey finds her solace in an internet horror challenge and Lady Bird finds her solace in building a fake world around her where she is the center of it all. She builds up this world that she is this rich girl who has all these rich friends. That's and true. she's not. She's not. She's she's none of these things. She throws away her actual friends and she has like a weird home life with all of that. I think both of these characters are desperate to be the center of something and finding meaning in their otherwise ordinary lives. Wow. And they take this obsession to an extreme only to discover that all roads lead to suffering. Casey's suffering leads to her death, in my opinion, and I think that Lady Bird's innocence leads to the death of her innocence. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, great, great correlation. I, I, I definitely agree with all that. And I think, I think, um, think you nailed it right on the head. Like, I, but that, that's the cool thing about coming of age movies, and and I think that that's that's the coolest part, or one one of the the things that adds to the the cool factor of both these movies. Um, but like, especially we're all going to the world's fair. It's not just a horror movie. It is, it is a coming of age story, which is weird to, to like, you don't see that happen. Not very often. And when it does happen, it's usually not good. This is, (laughs) this is a good move. Both of these movies are great. Very easy to rewatch. Very rewarding rewatches. Um, it's like, they're, they're just Great. Both great, around great ninety movies. minutes too, like and quick watches. Isn't Lady Bird Greta's debut? I don't know if it was her like official debut. Was it? I think it was as Star director. Show? Oh no, Greta. Greta. Yeah. Was no, it? Well, she That's no. Crazy. Well, she did a uh, a movie with Joe Swanberg, but it was like nights and weekends. Yeah, and she also starred in that. Yes. She oh, also man. helped write a lot of movies before. Like she wrote Francis Ha. She also wrote Lady Bird. So it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She wrote. Lady Bird, of course, but like she, she worked on a lot of movies with Noah Baumbach, yeah, and helped write a lot of those yeah. movies. Cool. Nothing so, yeah. so this was her first time directing completely solo. And, yeah, and you know, and then I think her only her second time directing is Little Little, Little Women. Women, and her third time directing will be Barbie. Yeah. So. Hey. I what yeah. a run! <laughs> I'm excited, yeah. man. Uh, that that's Lady that's Bird, great. Little Women, Barbie, Barbie like, man. I'm so excited it's for good, Barbie. It's a good track record so far, so I'm stoked. And I can't wait to see what um, the the director for the World's Fair does after. Like, uh, very excited for their next project. TV? I saw the I saw the, the TV glows. What is it called again? You made me forget. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, it's it is. I saw the TV. Man, I why why? <laughs> is it like 
the glow in the TV or something. I promise it I'm not stupid. Like Jane, that. I'm so sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I saw the TV glow. I saw the, the TV, TV glow. I am super And Phoebe excited. Bridgers is supposed to be in that. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm pretty hyped. Cool. Like, as a whole, like, A24, Jane Schoenbrunn, and, and Phoebe Bridgers, this is going to be great. Um, yeah, I'm a little nervous excited. just based on how Taylor Swift does. Uh, Phoebe Bridgers seems like she might be a very similar type of actress. Watch it. Think I'm, real long and hard about what you're saying right I now. I don't know. I think a lot of simple, I hope it's just not a lot of singing. I, if anything, I feel like she might just do like a because like World's Fair has Alex G doing the score, and Alex oh, okay. G is sick. So maybe yeah. Phoebe Bridgers is just going to do the score. There's not really a lot known about the movie at this point, yeah. so we'll we'll see what uh, what, what all comes from it. this. Yeah. yeah, but thank you guys so much for listening. Where can yes. people find us on Letterbox? On Letterbox, you can find us under Shot. The letter N Chaser Pod. We would love to 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 see you guys on there. Comment on a review if you want. If you feel so led, <laughs> you can also find us on uh, Twitter at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast. We're also at Shot Chaser Pod Twenty Two. You can find us on Instagram at the Shot and the Chaser Pod. What do we got going on next week? Next week we have the what is it the the Wolf Children Wolf Children Wolf Children D- directed by the same guy that did Bell. So I'm, Which I'm I- I'm actually super excited Wolf to see children. a movie directed by him that's not a musical. Not a musical, even we'll in the slightest. We'll see how it goes, yeah. And I, then that's our shot, and then our chaser is a movie called Comet, and I know what you're saying. Guys, what the hell are these movie choices? Did you pick these? Fun fact, we, we did not pick these. Not pick we have a guest coming in next week. Hey-o. We have another Joey joining us next week, Joey Lust, yeah. Joey. friend of the pod. Joey's doppelganger. Joey is a good friend of ours. He came over... When him and I like first met, this is one of the first times we met. He made us watch Wolf Children, and it was one of the saddest movies I'd ever seen in my life. And I think he technically Joey was on this show actually at one point in a in like a phone call where he was like, "We have to watch Wolf Children and tell the podcast." I said hi, so we are we are following through on his request. Now We're gonna watch these it. movies. I'm super excited about he will that. Be here in the flesh and next. Wolf flesh. Children is the shot. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'm looking at the movies. Wolf Children is PG and Comet is rated R. I think that's going to be a weird uh, shot and chaser. You'll see. I feel like that's never been done in the history of shot and chaser. We've never had a PG and a rated R movie. (laughs) I'm down. I can't believe that movie's only PG. (laughs) There's some blood (laughs) Oh, hey. It's, it's, oh, Matt will love it. At least get the half star. <laughs> Automatically gets a half if star. If you my only give Wolf Children a half star, I will quit this podcast. <laughs> I need. I cannot stress this enough. Oh, I will exit this podcast loudly no, and abruptly. No. You'll also deal with Joey's wrath. Joey, <laughs> Joey does not take any flag on that movie well. Oh man, yeah. Let's see what happens. I, I, I'm not even gonna watch a trailer. I'm going in completely blind. I'm so excited to watch it with you guys. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah! Thank we'll you guys you so next much. Week. Have a good night. Bye. Peace. Later. I want to go to the world's fair.